Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Ray. This is episode 45. Wow, there are a lot of Nintendo Switch food games out there. We'll be talking more about that today. Don't forget to hit the like button for us. Give us your comments below and subscribe. And we also have an audio-only version of this podcast across SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Let's get started with the podcast. All right, and it's time to bring on our writer and editor for NintendoReport.com, Samantha Leinhardt. Samantha, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. How was uh, this week as far as releases go? Oh, pretty good. There's a lot of little releases on Thursday especially. Uh, had a couple yeah. of big things. Uh, the wonderful 101 Remastered came out this week. Yeah, that was on May 19th, so if you got the uh, digital copy of that, you should be playing that already, I guess. I'm still waiting. I think I backed the physical version of it, so mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure when it's expected. Do you actually know when it's expected at all? I have no idea. Oh boy, I think they said when it was delayed too, but I don't remember. Yeah. But I'm not really in a hurry for it, but I'm looking forward to playing it again. It's just, you know, I have other games to play. There's so many games on the Switch, so it's like, yeah. it's okay. I'm not sure if I'll replay it or not, since I did play it on the Wii U. I backed the mm-hmm. Kickstarter just because in general I wanted to show it my just support, to support it. I'm not sure yeah. if I'll actually replay it or not. I think it was for a lot of people, actually. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah, I counted 21 releases, so if you guys want something to play, uh, check the eShop. Because <laughs> seriously, there's at least 15, 20 games every week in the eShop releasing, so... A couple notable ones here, uh, for me anyway. Uh, let's see here. Concept Destruction came out on May 22nd, yesterday. Uh, that's a Demolition Derby game. It's pretty cool. All of the cars are made of cardboard, and you play around crushing into other cars, up to 10 cars. Uh, and you can play with a friend, I think, as well, locally. So that's kind of cool. Um, we have a video on our YouTube channel for that, Nintendo Chit Chat, so check that out. Um, let's see here. Another chess game came out. It's pretty much just chess. So if you like chess, there's that one, plus I think a few others too regarding chess. Um, any other ones stick out to you here in the new releases? Oh, well, it stood out to me that we've got two different golf games this week. So oh, yeah. if you're a golf fan, we've got Golf With Your Friends on May 19th, and then on May 21st, What The Golf came out. Yeah, I checked into What The Golf too. That's a really like silly physics and crazy game involving horses and cars and not just golf, but it's, uh, <laughs> you, you gotta put the house into it. Just watch the trailer. It's really strange. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It's just super silly, but, uh, yeah, it's cool. So a bunch of golf games. Um, it's also uh, Red Wings Aces of the Sky. That's a, uh, sh- kind of action shooting game, uh, based on historical events. Um, there's 10 historical warplanes to fight with. Um, and also some, I think, kind of made-up scenarios too in the game, so check in if you're interested in that. And as far as I go, I think that's all for me here in the releases. Anything else for you, Samantha? Killer, I know uh, last week we discussed Real Mist, and that came out this week. There's also oh, yeah. uh, Monster Prom, which came out this week, and I'm not, I don't remember why I've heard of that game, but I recognized the name when I saw it. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It must be like a series of games, I'm guessing. Hmm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it does sound familiar to me, too. I think I may have seen also a trailer or something on it or whatever a while back, but it's also released on May 21st. But if you guys want to see all the new releases, do check out NintendoReport.com. We have the article up every Monday afternoon of the games coming out this week in the eShop. And again, a lot of games. So if you want something to play, check out the new releases and check the eShop for some fun games. 
All right, we'll move into the Nintendo News Bites. And how was this week's worth of news? This week, a lot of little announcements here and there, but sort of lacking those big announcements that really get your attention. Yeah, so nothing big. Do you think since E3 is canceled and really no digital events, do you think we'll get any kind of surprise like E3 day announcements from Nintendo at all? I don't know. I was hoping they would just do their direct like usual since, yeah. I mean, they don't do theirs actually at E3 anyway, but right. they said they're not. I, well, they haven't actually said they aren't doing that, have they? It's just this, a rumor that's going around that there's going to be a lot of announcements just dropped individually like Paper Mario was instead of having a direct yeah I, I think they kind of maybe broke the direct up into just wanting to release the single announcements over time i'm just guessing because with the pandemic um i'm sure a lot of things are just kind of tough to put together as far as trailers go and you know builds of games and information so rather than trying to facilitate all of that into one presentation just focus on one project at a time probably release it that way so that's my thoughts on that too so i don't know we'll see it would be kind of cool if we got a few little you know bigger announcements during the e3 time period maybe so we'll see yeah. only yeah, a couple of like weeks away and it's gone this year i know exactly it's like <laughs> uh, nothing to look forward to really right <laughs> but uh so we have a metroid game coming to the switch here what's this called well, not an actual Metroid game. <laughs> or Metroidvania type game, don't I would say, to, yeah. Yeah, don't want to get anyone's <laughs> up there. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> an indie Metroidvania uh, called Mind Seeds, which came out earlier this year for PC, is now coming to the Switch in September. Uh, the digital release is clearly set for September, but then First Press Games is planning to do a physical release as well. Cool. So that is Mind Seas, and there's a Steam launch trail we have embedded on NintendoReport.com. So if you want to see that, go check it out. All right. And this next game here, um, am I pronouncing it? Is it called Baroque? I think it's Baroque, although I'm not okay. positive. I think it's Baroque. Yeah. Okay, so Baroque has been announced for the Switch. And uh, this is um, an older action game. Is that right? Yes, so this is a 1998 game released for the Sega Saturn, I think? Anyway, yeah. so it was eventually remade for the PlayStation 2 and the Wii, but this is actually the original game, the original 1998 game, being ported to the Switch, at least in Japan. They haven't uh, given any localization details yet. Okay, very cool. And then we have uh, Street Power also announced for the Switch, and this is like an arcade street-style soccer game, I guess. Um, I watched the trailer, and... I really didn't see any soccer in the trailer until the very end, so to speak. I mean, it's street soccer, so there's like lots of like, you're kicking the ball into different targets and dribbling and juggling the ball too, but, uh, and they finally showed some gameplay at the end of the actual street game, which was pretty fun, with some, I guess, power-ups and that kind of thing, like arcade-style moves, so it looks pretty neat. And this has been announced for the Switch, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And there's six game modes apparently with local and online play as well so if you're interested in soccer check out uh, street power soccer on the switch and that launches uh, this summer cool all right and then uh, some more localization news i guess here we have um what game is this yeah so this is a, a dungeon crawler called and i might be getting this name wrong but i'll do my best moero moero crystal h Probably butchered that name. But, it sounds good uh, to yeah, me. So this, 
if this is being localized, uh, it's going to have a regular digital release on the eShop, but then Play Asia is also going to be selling a physical standard edition and a collector's edition. So the collector's edition comes with a full color manual, a soundtrack CD, an art book, a sticker set, and a numbered collector's certificate in uh, a collector's box with, of course, the game itself. Okay, very cool. So yeah, Morero Crystal H. Excellent. All right, moving on, we have some updates here. We have Bloodstained Ritual of the Night getting the update, which is version uh, 1.10, which is now live, right? Yes, this is out now. It had come to previous versions of Bloodstained a couple weeks ago, I think, but now it's out for the Switch as well. So this update adds uh, Gengetsu as a playable character after you beat the game at least once with a good ending. And it also adds a randomizer mode, which lets you change goals, change where and how key items will spawn and all sorts of things. So basically a lot of things to make uh, subsequent playthroughs more interesting. Excellent. And so I guess you get this character here uh, as long as you completed the game at least once with the good ending, it says. So, yes. Cool. So that's update is live right now, guys. If you have the game, do check that out. And that wraps up our news bites for this week. Again, go to NintendoReport.com for all the latest news and new releases. And uh, we'll go over to our next article here. And I think I asked you a couple weeks ago, uh, we have our article live now on NintendoReport.com to do like a top five of food-based games on the Switch because there's a ton, it's a ton of food-based games. We were talking earlier before recording the podcast here and there's gotta be at least 20 or 30, I mean, probably even more food-based games on the Switch. So uh, let's kind of break I'm these down one by one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which is really cool. So it's not just cooking food. There's lots of other genres as you said. So let's uh, talk about the first one here. Which one is this one? So this first one is All-Star Fruit Racing, uh, which you brought to my attention, so I assume you played it or you're at least familiar with it. Yep. So yeah, this is a card racer, but everything is based around fruit. So you're collecting fruit to power up your juicer, which lets you use fruit-based moves uh, to attack your opponents or I guess boost your speed or whatever else to get ahead. Yeah, this is actually... Uh... A game I think we talked about on a podcast back in 2018, probably like mid-2018, and I was kind of disappointed because I think when we mentioned it in the new releases of the news that uh, it wasn't including an online mode at that time, and then I saw recently, I'm not sure when it was actually added, but they actually added a full online mode too as well, so I bought it a few months back, and uh, it's a really decent game. It plays well, it's a um, pretty well-polished game too, it's a lot of fun. So if you like kart racers and food, um, check out All-Star Fruit Racing. That is on our list here for the top five food-based games on the Switch. And what is the next game, Samantha? So the next one on the list is Waku Waku Sweets, which is a game, a sort of a cooking sim game where you work as a pastry chef. And so your goal is to go around and talk to the different townspeople and they'll ask you for things or make requests for specific types of sweets you want and then you'll make cakes and cookies and <laughs> all sorts of little desserts like that and it features over 100 real recipes that's pretty cool so if you have a taste for sugar and a sweet spot check out that game do we do a review of this game 
Sounds familiar no. to me. Okay. No, no, we, we reviewed a different one, which was a visual novel. I can't, I can't remember what the title was now. Was that based around novel. sweets as well? Yeah, someone, I can't remember the main character's name now, and yeah. the ultimate sweet. Yeah, that, that was a visual novel. So gotcha. The, the candy was definitely a, a theme there. But yeah, so yeah, that's why that I kind of thought, like, it kind of break, clicked into my head. I'm like, it sounds a little bit familiar, but okay, that's cool. <laughs> All right, and then we have, of course, a pretty popular game on Switch here, Overcooked 2 as well, Samantha. Yes. So the Overcooked series in general is this sort of co-op, trying to fill these orders but you need to work together with your friends to have one person preparing one part of the meal and the other person cleaning the dishes or getting another ingredient ready and so the basic idea is that uh, while you can play solo the best way to do it is to play with your friends and I see a typo there in the article I wrote with with friends <laughs> <laughs> that's okay <laughs> um, but the idea is so that you'll be working together to try to get these orders filled in time and it gets very frantic and chaotic and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's one of the more probably popular food-based games in the Switch here's Overcooked series. So Overcooked 2, made the list. And then uh, we also have another food game here, a couple of them actually. We have uh, Cook Serve Delicious 2 as well, Samantha. Yeah, so this is another one sort of in that vein of frantic, uh, trying to fill orders sort of style. So in this one, it's actually more of a restaurant management simulation where you start out with your little restaurant, your little obscure restaurant, and you work your way up managing all aspects of the restaurant. And uh, it has a 60-hour campaign, so that's a lot of game time. Wow. And yeah. again, trying to fill orders, but also handling other aspects of the restaurant management as well. Very cool. And then to round our top five here for the food-themed Switch games, uh, I think we did a review and interview of this. Is that correct? I think so, yes. This is, uh, I know I Battle played Shepard it, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I reviewed it as well. Yeah, yeah. So Battleship Brigade, and uh, tell us a little bit about this, about this game as well. Right, so Battleship Brigade is sort of an odd combination of things. The best way to think about it is uh, Fantasy Iron Chef. And so basically it combines this uh, food preparation match three puzzles with brawler combat. So you're in this fantasy world, entered into this cooking competition, and so you go out and fight monsters and collect the ingredients from the monsters and then come back and use the ingredients to cook meals and hope it impresses the judges. Yeah, pretty uh, extravagant game, I guess you could say. Um... <laughs> What I like about this is, like you said, there's many genres covered here, um, from racers to simulation to kind of crazy arcade-based games and, you know, more, uh, you know, strategy-type-based games as well. So definitely check out the article, article here on NintendoReport.com and uh, check the eShop as well for some more of these food-based games on the Switch. All right, if you guys want to send questions to the show, you can do that through Discord. The invite link is below in the video description of this podcast. Or email us, nintendochitchat at gmail.com with your questions. And thank you very much. Now it's time for our Nintendo Time Portal. We go back in time for the week, seeing what happened during this week in Nintendo history. This time is for May 17th through May 23rd. And we have a very interesting game here, Samantha. So take it away. All right, so, yeah, so we're starting out with... Um, May 18, 2010, which was the uh, date that Blue Dragon Awakened Shadow came to North America. Now, this 
There was three games, is that right? In the series of Yes, there's, Blue there's Dragon. three games in the series, and the Blue Dragon series just fascinates me because it's so yeah. strange <laughs> what they decided to do with the series. So this this series came from Mistwalker, which was the company founded by Hironobu Sakaguchi after he left uh, Square. So this is, okay, first of all, the original Blue Dragon, first of all, was exclusive to the Xbox 360. So that's kind of strange for a JRPG on its own. Right. And that was just a typical turn-based RPG, normal turn-based RPG. Then the sequel was for the Nintendo DS. So already we've got a strange thing going on here. The first one is <laughs> Xbox exclusive, next one is coming to the Nintendo DS. And that one was real-time strategy game. So it changed platforms and genres. And now the uh, third one, uh, which is what we're talking about here, Blue Dragon Awakened Shadow. This was also on the DS, but it was an action RPG. So it just changed genres with every new entry. In yeah. The Do you think that was on purpose? Like that was their plan all <laughs> along from the very first game, or they just weren't quite sure what to do with the series or something? You know, what would sell better? I guess I don't know. It's really strange. How many what other franchises and series do this though? Not many, what? actually, at all. <laughs> yeah. no, so. Unfortunately, this was the last one that ever came out, so I don't know if we'll ever see Blue Dragon again. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of what could we compare this series to. Really, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like, what's changed? Yeah, what series has maybe, changed genres? Like, yeah, maybe like the uh, the Crystal Chronicles spin-offs mm. from the Final Fantasy series. I think yeah. they've had all sorts of different... Still, it doesn't seem quite as extreme since that's a spin-off series to start with, not this... Yeah, and no, going from an RPG right to a real-time strategy too is really strange. It's like a total like 90 degree or 180 turn, I guess you could say. Um, but interesting. All right, moving along in the time portal, then we have May 19th and 20th, 2017. We have Fire Emblem Echoes: Shadows of Valentia came to the West, and this was a remake of uh, which one was it? Of Fire uh, Emblem Gaiden. Yeah, Gaiden. That's right. And did you play this series, uh, Samantha? Uh, I, well, I've played, okay, so far I have played one and a half Fire Emblem games. Oh, okay. I played uh, Sacred Stones, and I played Three Houses, but I intended to do all of the routes in Three Houses, and so far I've only done one route and the very beginning of another. So I'm sort of on the edge of being a Fire Emblem fan. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Uh, I didn't. I have uh, Echoes here. I heard it's a really good remake. I just didn't play it. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a really good remake, and that's in the time portal. So there you go. One I did play here. It's the last of our time portal here. Is We Fit, and when did this come out? This came out on May twenty first, two thousand eight, and. I noticed when I was writing the article, I, when I started writing it to include Wii Fit, I was thinking, yeah, this was a Wii launch title, but it's not. <laughs> it yeah, I guess it was like, yeah, almost. It's, it's, become, it's become like so synonymous with the Wii and so, exactly. I, so iconic when it comes to the Wii's popularity, I kind of just associate the two. Yeah, I didn't actually buy a Wii till like three years after it came out, so like 2009. And at that time, this was out for about a year and you couldn't find them anywhere. They were all sold out everywhere you go. The game and the balance board. Um, luckily, we did get one, I think, at Target or something back at the time, and uh, we use it a lot. And I guess there's also a Wii Fit U that came out for the Wii U as well. But yeah, this is a um, pretty, pretty uh, popular 
big selling game too for the Wii back then. So there you go. And that concludes our article for the time portal of this week. Again, for all the articles here, everyone, make sure you visit NintendoReport.com for all the latest news, reviews, and more. All right, Samantha, before we head out for the podcast and this episode, anything you want to plug or talk about? The only thing I'll mention is that last week I mentioned setting up my Wii U for the first time in a while to play Paper Mario Color Splash, and I did get it started. I'm not entirely sold on it yet, but I'm giving it an honest chance. I really am. Good. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure we all do. <laughs> mine is still sealed. <laughs> yeah, mine is still sealed, but... So did your granny ever get to listen to the podcast last week? I also wanted to ask you that. Uh, unfortunately, no. Ah. <laughs> By the time it was up and we could send her the link, she had decided uh, that she didn't like the tablet. <laughs> So, oh wow right now she is not <laughs> so she is disconnected right now <laughs> no problem well samantha thanks for joining us in the podcast and we'll see you next week and that wraps up the nintendo chit chat podcast episode 45 i'm your host eddie ray thanks for watching and we'll see you back here next week